This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Maybe. Am I? I don't know. Hey, guys. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors. A little uh, me. A little me. A little song called Whiskey Leads Her to Me. And uh, whiskey, uh, whiskey's a good topic right now. It's a good topic right now. This is, uh, this is actually not what's in the Sonic Cup right here. So I just landed, just landed um, a couple hours ago. Drove to the house. I've been in Tampa Glorious Tampa, Florida for TH Marine uh, at our biggest boat builder show of the year where all the boat manufacturers in the United States gather in one place to come by and check out your booth, booths, booth and whatnot. And uh, we had a 20 by 20 booth there and got to see everybody, you know, every everybody that's anybody. They there, they're there. And uh, it was good seeing everybody. And last night, Last night that that old uh, that old whiskey that old brown liquor caused me a little bit of a uh, little little bit of a slowdown. A little bit of slowdown. Went out with some friends, had a good dinner in Tampa, Florida last night. But glad to be home back in Middle Tennessee. Haven't uh, uh, hadn't seen the triple threat or the kiddos in a few days. So I'm I'm glad to be here. And and if and if you do keep up with anything that I have going on in life, and 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 you person that enjoys this fine podcast right here on the 
Luke Duncan's Traveling Circus YouTube channel, or if you consume it any other way listening to it, you'll notice no podcast last week, and I'd been I'd been getting really consistent, and I promised you consistency, but I let you down last week. But it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. My voice absolutely about, and you can tell it's it's not a hundred percent. I still sound like Kermit the Frog, but um, last week just went out. It went out, and I had to do um, some moving and shaking and some talking down here in in Tampa, Florida during the show. So I had to kind of go on a vocal rest, which is hard for me because as much as I love to run my mouth. So I, I had to do that. And uh, whew. so no low budget last week. I apologize. Not a lot going on in the bass fishing world right now as far as I'm concerned. It's all kind of bleh at this point. Um, seasons are winding down. But as of this week, um, everything's kind of kind of in the dirt. Everything's taking a nap. But um, the freaking Angler of the Year Championship for bass, I just want to do this. Hats off to you guys because uh, as an organization, and hats off to uh, all the all the the bros fishing that thing. Man, man, that was a cool event, and it was Sunday to Tuesday, and. Man, congrats to Seth Fighter. He freaking wrecked him. Wrecked him. And congrats to Stetson Blaylock, man. He gave a AOI a hell of a run, and so did Chris Aldane, dude. It, it's hard to imagine a guy gets that many second places in a season and doesn't win Angler of the Year, but Canterbury, you know, of course, won it. Congrats to Scott. Fished against Scott on the tour for a long time, and fished against him in BFLs back, way back, and I fished against Scott in team tournaments, and Scott is uh, hes one of the best anglers that I've ever been around, and it's, you know, obviously it's shown over his professional fishing career, so well-deserved. Very cool to see an FLW guy go over there and and uh, kick a little butt, you know, take some names. It's, it's, it's interesting. So an FLW, former FLW guy goes over there, second place, former FLW tour guy, Stetson Blaylock, third place, Corey Johnson, former FLW tour guy. I think that's how it wound up. I think that's how it shook out. Let's see. Let's see. I do no research on this. Let me look. I thought Corey, maybe Corey's fourth. Maybe Corey was fourth. Hang on a second. Let's look that up. There's a buddy of mine texted me and said that Corey missed out. Um, he lost a tiebreaker. Maybe he finished fourth. No, Corey was third. Zaldine was fourth. Fighter ended up fifth. Brandon Lester, another Middle Tennessee boy, finished just right there in sixth. Drew Cook, who had a hell of a year. Shane LaHue, another FLW guy that made the jump over. Drew Benton, another FLW guy that made the jump over a few years ago. And Matt Airy, my buddy Matt Airy. Let's talk fish, Matt Airy. Tenth place. So out of the top ten, you got, uh, let's see, one, two, Three, four, five, six. Call it six former FLW Tour standouts over there on the uh, Bassmaster Elite Series that got invited last year once um, the BPT um, raped and pillaged. They got an invite, and they did well. They represented, so that's cool. Congrats to those guys. But congrats to Bass on an amazing event. Live was, was awesome. Those guys always do a really good job live, but live was awesome. Um, 
really, really enjoyable to watch. And, you know, good luck to Fighter. Fighter said he was going to go home in the offseason and get his wife pregnant <laughs> on stage. I love Seth Fighter. Seth is uh, – he is a genuine dude, a good dude. There's a lot of good people from that part of the world. And I uh, hope to showcase that on the Traveling Circus little plug here on the uh, first episode for next year, 2020. We filmed up in Minnesota. And, man, there's some good dang people up there. But Seth is one of them for sure. And he's a, he's an amazing smallmouth fisherman, amazing fisherman, period. So very cool. It's the second time he's won that AOI championship in the smallmouth world. So they should learn not to take it there. They don't want their mustachioed mullet man to win. But good for Seth. But – any, everybody likes catching big smallmouth. I, I wonder, you can comment below if you kept up with it like I did. I, I was really uh, glued glued to it, you know, especially Sunday I was traveling, so I got to watch a lot of it. And But then I found myself that Angler of the Year race was so tight coming into Tuesday that I was, I was you know, I was working and I was at a, a, this trade show, so I couldn't, you know, watch live. But I did. The booth cleared out a little bit and I did get to watch uh, Canterbury weigh in and win AOI because I actually, looking at Bass Track all day, I thought Stetson was going to win. Stetson and I go way back. Way back. And I really thought Stetson was going to pull the dang thing off. I I drew Stetson. I may have told this on here 50 times and if I have, I'll probably tell that 50 more. But I drew Stetson. I was fishing the Everstarts where are now the Costas. Who knows what they're going to be next year. But the Costa Series um, but they used to be the uh, Everstarts, you know, operated by FLW. And we had a tournament at Santee Cooper one time, and I was 21 years old, 21 years old. And I drew out with I – was, I was fishing the boater side, pro side, whatever you want to call it. I was definitely not a pro, but boater side. And I drew out with a 16-year-old Stetson Blaylock as a co-angler. So um, we had a really terrible day. But So I've known Stetson a lot of years, and uh, – him and his wife Lindsay and their their two kids are they're great people and and uh, he's on the TH Marine team so big shout out to him uh, I know how y'all love shout outs but Stetson's a good guy and we're on the Garmin team together and uh, think a lot of him so I really thought looking at Bass Track and I'm terrible at math so I'm like oh, man I think Stetson's got this thing but Canterbury ends up sliding in there catching them catching them good that last day and I think he changed the water a little bit and. And, uh, and got in there. So he won it. So huge congrats to Scott Canterbury. I refuse to say Hammerberry because I think that's just silly. But that, that was the nickname uh, bestowed upon him by FLW, my FLW brethren. But a lot of FLW guys going over there. Will there be more? Will there be more? I don't know, a lot of chatter out there about what's going to happen next year with the Elite Series. I do feel like they'll open it up. You know, they 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 already announced their plans for the Bassmaster Opens next year. And, and let me pull that up. I had it saved because I wanted to talk about it. And I actually uh, had a had an Instagram message from Mr. Casey Tellus about this subject. Wanting to know my opinions on it. So let me pull it up here. Bassmaster Opens, they released, Bassmaster released their schedule for the Opens. They released their... Uh, Entry fees and everything. So let me see if I can pull this up here real quick. Like, please hold. I'm scatterbrained like always. There we go. So there will actually be 12 elite berths given away. So they're trying to build that field back up. So will they do it naturally? 
Will they let some guys come over from FLW again? Will they let some guys come back from that BPT? Hmm, what? I don't know. Are there guys that won out of the BPT? I thought it was the Land of Roses. Uh, we'll see. We will see. So, first of all, I'm not uh, – top four points finishers in each division will get a – get a bid. I think it was a top five this year, but the top four in each division. So from the Eastern division and the central division, which I'm going to talk about momentarily, they get a bid. So no top five, but then because you have so many guys that put in the blood, sweat and the tears that fish, all of them that are very loyal to bass fish eight events. So two divisions of the opens, they're going to give a cumulative, cumulative points average. They're going to take the top four from that. So, which I, I agree with, you know, like my little buddy Sam George has fished all of them forever. And there's so many years he would have made it on that by a mile. He would have probably been AOI a few times if you combined all the finishes, you know. Very hard to do competing across the country. But so here's the schedule. And, and you probably all have seen it. And drop a comment below and tell me to shut up. I, I, don't, I don't know. But I, I, I missed last week. And this was some bass fishing knowledge that got dropped last week in the middle of everything. So the Eastern Division goes Kissimmee. In Florida in January, which, eh, whatever. Um, in May, they're going to – so they take a five-month break just about, and they go to Cherokee Lake over in East Tennessee where we fished on the FLW Tour this year. Oneida Lake in August, which everybody loves going up north, smallmouth fishing. And then they come back to Lake Hartwell in uh, South Carolina in September, one of my favorite places I've ever been. I love Lake Hartwell. love the people over there. Uh Great venue for a tournament over there, Green Pond Landing. But that's going to be a toughie. That's going to be a tough time of year. That's going to be a tricky one. Not a terrible schedule. Not a terrible schedule. I get sick of everything always having to go to Kissimmee or Okeechobee. You know, they have several more months of the year. They, they're starting super early, and they could fish in March. But I don't know logistically why tournament trails do that. They know because that's what they do for a living, and it would be mom's basement of me. To say otherwise, but the central division is where it gets wonky for me. It's a garbage schedule, in my opinion, and I've seen a lot of flack online. But in, they start in April, Louisville Lake, Louisville, Texas, which is an absolute train wreck in Texas of a lake for the most part from what I know about it. And what good friends of mine that I really trust down there in Texas, Todd Castledine, Russell Cecil, they've had Bassmaster Opens there before. That place, yeah, that place is bad. It's bad. And and it doesn't handle those big fields well. So they'll probably uh, have 200 boats there. Then they go to Neely Henry in Gaston, Alabama, which is one of my favorite lakes in May. That'll be a That'll be a tough event. It'll be a, it'll be a good event. A ton of fish caught that, that place on the Coosa River. It's full of them, but it, it fishes. It can fish small. It's a really big lake. It's a narrow lake, but it's a really long lake. It's a river and really, you know, river system. And it, it gets it gets kind of spotty, you know. It, it's with that many boats, it can get tricky. because a lot of skinny water. If you're going behind guys, you could get screwed over pretty pretty easy. Um, with some of the shallow grass and things like that. But Neely Henry. But let's think about this. This is the Central Division. They're coming over to Alabama. But the Eastern Division doesn't go to Alabama. Kind of weird. In June, they're going to the Arkansas River. 
Muskogee, Oklahoma, those Arkansas River tournaments are not – I don't enjoy watching them. I've never competed in one there, so I can't say, but I don't enjoy watching them because it's always just who has the coolest aluminum boat and can go somewhere that other people can't and they win, and everybody tears their crap up there. So I don't ever enjoy watching those there, but um, they have good crowds at weigh-ins, I believe. But then in September, they're going to Sam Rayburn. And uh, that'll be a tough one, too. Rayburn's full of them. That'll be a tough one. I'd rather see Rayburn in the spring. But interesting schedule, to say the least. It is very central United States, except for Neely Henry in Alabama. They've they've done that one or two times. But um, the payout, so the payout says it will be 250000 per event. So my thing with the Opens, I do not think they pay very well for what you pay in. The Pro Angler Division went up, and I believe it was fifteen hundred this year. So I think it's going up for three hundred bucks. And this was what uh, for, so for the first time since two thousand thirteen, you'll see an increase eighteen hundred bucks per event. I got a question from my buddy KC about this. Want me to talk about it on here? And here's here's my honest to goodness opinion. It's my honest goodness. Um. And my voice still sucks. It keeps going out. But they can charge whatever they want. They can charge whatever they want. And they always fill up. Guys want to fish. Guys want to fish the Bassmaster Classic. And guys want to go to the Elite Series. And I think what you're going to see very soon when this other black cloud finally uh, sends a lightning bolt down and, and a press release with the FLWMLF thing, you are going to see some guys go, meh, I'm not fishing the FLW Tour anymore. I've heard multiple, multiple, multiple things on how MLF will do FLW. I can't talk a lot about uh, what I know as far as how they're treating sponsors, but... uh, they're interesting. They take an interesting approach to business, I'll put it that way. But I've heard that they're going to cut the field to a really small field, and then I've heard they're going to keep it at 150. So I've heard both. They're going to mix in that MLF format that everybody likes so much, and and, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it until it happens, and then you'll get a reaction out of me. Um. But you will see guys leave the FLW Tour that have been longtime FLW faces that will just go fish the Opens. They'll fish two divisions of the Opens to try to get into the Elite Series. If I'm Bassmaster, I pick me out about 10 guys from the FLW Tour that are the, that are the best at social media, the best at catching them, the top guys, and I straight up send them an invite tomorrow to the Elite Series. They did it last year. They opened it up. They invited some guys to help fill the field up. I think they got to do the same again this year. I would. Don't be proud. Don't be too proud. And I know the anglers, the Bassmaster guys might not want to hear that, you know. But, hell, a guy you invited last year won Angler of the Year. He won Angler of the Year. He didn't qualify. Granted, he's qualified, right, more than qualified, but he didn't qualify for your trail the way your qualifying standards were. And desperate times call for desperate measures. And you opened it up in the only way you knew how. And and it was a great it was a great thing what they did. And they got some big personalities and they got some great anglers and 
and all that, but I feel like those guys can't say, we don't want anybody else being invited. you got to qualify because they did it last year. They did it last year. Uh, I think you pick ten guys. I think I think if you're Bassmaster right now and you don't want Scott Martin on your on your deal with all his subscribers and followers and 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 all that over there bringing bringing out those eyeballs to Bass, you're crazy. You're crazy, man. Uh, I think I think if uh, some of the some of the BPT guys want to want to step out of BPT, say the heck with that, and they want to come back. I think you open up the door. I think you do, man. I think you do. I, this is my opinion. It's my opinion. Uh, there's a lot of really good guys fishing the Elite Series. A lot of great anglers. A lot of great personalities. There's a lot of the young guys and the and the new guys. I don't know other than the FLW guys. I, I don't. I don't. I follow some of them on social. I'm getting to know them in the industry, but I don't know them well. And I think if they got an opportunity to plop some more big big names back in there a little bit more, I, I think that's that's smart. That being said, I've talked about it on here. They survived the haymaker and then some, and then some. They had the best year of any fishing organization out there, in my opinion. They got just as much press as they always do. Their weigh-ins were packed. The classic will be huge. It will always be the classic. I've said it a million times. I won't sit here and rant on about it for 20 or 30 minutes. But they had a great year, and the AOI event was huge. The Opens will be full next year because of the Elite Series and because of the Classic. If you give me a 1 in 200 shot and I buy an $1,800 raffle ticket, and if I have me a good three days, I get to go to the Bassmaster Classic, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Um, If my schedule allowed it, even stepping away from the tour, I you know, four tournaments, I wouldn't mind going and fishing some opens. I'm not crazy about their schedule for me personally. I, I'm not I'm not crazy about that schedule, but but yeah, it's it's a good tournament trail, man. So so long way around to answer KC's question, what did I think about the entry fee increase? And look, let's be honest, everything is a business in fishing and tournament fishing. It's a business. And you want to offer up more Elite Series spots, you see what you can get away with. You see what you can charge, and that's what they're doing. It's just like FLW this year. They jacked the BFL entry fees up, and it was a terrible idea, and the BFL participation went down. TH Marine BFLs, by the way, hashtag TH Marine team. But they, they, they jacked up the prices, and the participation fell. It fell. So, you know, but they did it in the Coastas, and the Coastas were, you know, they were, they were pretty good. The southern coast is anyways. So, you know, I think I think bass, they got that carrot they're going to dangle out there, the classic always, and I, I think people fish. So to answer the question, I think they can charge what they want. I do. I think they can charge what they want, and I think there's always going to be guys that want to take that next step, and you don't have to qualify for the Open, so you can just pay your money, and you can tell everybody, you fish the Bassmasters. And there's a lot of guys out there, right, wrong, or indifferent, that like to say, yeah, I fish the Bassmasters, whether they're – you know, they do whatever for a living and, or whether they're even trying to make the elites or whether they've ever even caught a bass. They can pay 1800 bucks and say they're a bass pro and that's what a lot of people want to do and that's what they'll continue to do. So they they can, uh, that that's a good format for that. Now, do you have a bunch of people in there, you know, stabbing, fighting for, you know, to climb to the top and make it to that next level of professional bass fishing and try to make a living doing it? Absolutely. And are the guys that, are just out there for a good time, probably going to get train wrecked by those serious ones all the time? Yeah, probably. But they're there. 
they support bass. They support tournament fishing. Uh, and some people, you know, hell, they enjoy fishing tournaments at that level, and they got a chance to go to the classic. So, who, you know, who cares what their motives are? So, will they be full? Yep, yeah, they will be until the last one of the season. You know, guys don't like to travel. If if a guy looks at it, and after two of them, and they got to go to New York, you know, he fishes the first two, and they got to make that big trip to New York. He's going to look at it financially, probably, and say, eh, you know, maybe not. Maybe I'm not making that trip. So some participation will fall off over time due to point standings and financial burdens for people. But the but the opens will be good. Bass is not going anywhere. Bass is not going anywhere. Had a really good year. So congrats to those guys. Congrats to Ronnie Moore and Zona and Tommy and Davey and Mercer and all those guys and all the brass at Bass. You survived it. You survived it, and I think it was one of the most interesting AOIs ever coming down the pipeline. The Southern boy maintains the lead through the northern swing and wins it. And I really, like, I like Canterbury a lot, and he's an amazing angler. My money was on Corey Johnson when they went up north, but Corey had unspeakable mechanical issues, man, and bad luck. He was late at the St. St. Lawrence, seven minutes late because he was in a borrowed boat and the clock was wrong. I mean, just all this stuff kept happening to him that kept him from winning, and it was a dang close race. Close race. Triple threat's calling in. He's actually texting. Hang on. Got her handled. Got the triple threat handled. Speaking of handled, you know what's got ethanol handled? Starbright, Startron, Startron by Starbright. That was a terrible plug. Dang it. Let me start it all over again. You know what's got ethanol handled? Startron. Fine folks at Starbright produce the product Startron that will kick ethanol in the teeth. It's for your lawnmower. It's for your bass boat. It's for your truck. It's for your weed eater. It's for your chainsaw. Ethanol will jack your stuff up. This right here, this right here, this right here will stop it. It'll stop it. It's for all gasoline engines right there. I don't know if you can read that. Probably not. For all gasoline engines. 256 gallons treated just by this bottle right here. Thanks to StarTron for supporting Low Budget Live, Not So Live, and Low Budget Live. And the Low Budget Live Bar and Grill. Where I'm broadcasting from today, Low Budget Live Bar and Grill. So excited about this. It's a train wreck up here right now. It's a mess over here to the right. There's guitars laying everywhere and still a lot of uh, decorating to do according to the triple threat, but I kind of like it. I kind of like it the way it is. I miss it when I'm not here. Low budget live bar and grill brought to you by StarTron. I like it. I like it. Hope everybody has had a, uh, had a good, good last couple weeks since I've seen you. I, I have, been uh, without my Ranger for the past few weeks, getting ready to sell it and had to I, get it refurbished every year. So new carpet, new seats, whole nine yards and buff it out real good. But it's out at Ranger, getting getting all that jazz taken care of and waiting on it to get back so I can sell it. But I've been, been without a boat and I've been kayaking. And I actually I posted a video 
Monday, this week, kayak video went out to La Pond and did that. But then last week I went again. I'm terrible at kayaks. I'm, I'm borrowing one from my brother Blake. So thanks to Blake, a uh, little Bass Pro model. And dude, it's so wobbly and not stable and it's crazy. And then last week I went to a state park lake. You'll see this video Monday. It's going to drop. Went to a state park lake in my hometown. I fished a bunch when I was a kid. A bunch when I was a kid. And he had to rent these little aluminum boats when I was a kid. And I saved up money and I bought me a little little trolling motor, a little clamp-on trolling motor for it and a battery. And I'd go out there. And it's where I really learned how to find fish on my own without my dad, you know, and pattern stuff and deal with the weather. And I would just go out there and go out there and go out there. And I did it, you know, for years, went out there. And I have not fished this place, I mean, since I was probably 19, I would say. So I'll call it 17 years. I think I said 20 on the video, but 17. I've been thinking about it a lot. And I caught an eight-pounder out there when I was a kid, but a lot of four-pounders and, you know, and, and just decent fish over the years. And they allow you to put kayaks in there now. So so last Friday, so horse, and you'll see that on the video too, I go out, put this kayak in, in this lake, my brother's kayak, dude, it's wobbly. And second cast, I caught one almost eight pounds on a freaking frog in a kayak. It was, it's insane. So be on the lookout for that. It it was so much fun. Filming it was even better, but just the whole experience and reminiscing about all the days spent on that lake and my passion for fishing, man. Fishing's just, I've been so on fire for it this off season. And since making my announcement about the tour next year, I'm just looking forward to just, it just feels good just to go fishing. And I'm having so much fun, you know, the Minnesota trip was awesome. And the last couple just weekends, just going kayaking, been really busy with TH during the week leading up to the weeks, leading up to the show. So I haven't been fishing much, uh, just a couple times here and there. And I'm also getting ready for hunting season, you know, working on some deer lease stuff and, so I haven't I haven't got to go a lot. I've gone a couple times in the last couple of weeks, and that's rare for me. So I normally go a lot more than that. But it's been fun, man. Just strip down, going in the kayak. You know, you, you just bare bones, strip it down to some basic tackle. You throw a couple rods in there, and you go. But I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at setting a hook in the kayak on a jig. It's driving me crazy. But, man, I, that was cool. So I can't wait for you all to see that video, and I really appreciate it all the stinking support on this YouTube venture. And I'm, I'm Tanner Lyons, who shot the first Traveling Circus, which will be out in January. I'm going to wait. I'm going to post it up in January. And almost like a TV show where you film now and you post later. So we're filming now. And I saw some clips from the first one yesterday, and I think he's going to finish that up today. And, man, I cannot wait to get it out there. Cannot wait, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for sure. But it's really, uh, it's really awesome. Really awesome. Tanner did a great job. Blows my mind how good that dude is. And it's like Austin. There's so many young, talented guys out there with the cameras and, and with the edits. With the edits on the internet. I sound like my dad. But just doing a killer job. So thanks to thanks to those guys for working hard for me, and thanks for TH Marine and and 
Garmin and Ranger and all these folks, Startron, for supporting that. For supporting that. It's a big deal to me. It really is. And I I, I don't take anybody for granted. It, I, I don't have the biggest channel in the world. Uh, thanks to Six Cents. I want to throw that out there, too. Six Cents, we're working on some some cool stuff for next year for them. And it's just awesome. So thanks to them again. I know I've thanked them a lot. But, man, without those people, and it's cliche to say, but without those people, none of this exists. None of this exists. So huge thank you to those people and huge thank you to you guys as as this thing grows by the day slowly but surely i I see it and i see your comments and i'm gonna try to get back to everybody on every one of them all the time it's it's hard to do some weeks because life's crazy um but it's just it's awesome and i really 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 appreciate it i really appreciate it and if you have any questions if you have any questions Shoot me an email. Any topics that you want me to talk about on here, whether it be a fishing topic, a, a music topic, man, anything you want to want me to chat about, you got questions, you want life advice. I'm the last person you need to take it from, but I'll 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 try my best at it. Low budget live the number one at gmail.com. Low budget live the number one at gmail.com low budget live one more time the number one at gmail.com if you want to send me an email i get it right here on this cellular device low budget live one at gmail.com and i'll do my best or send me an instagram message that's another good way to you know to reach out i don't see all of those i get a lot i don't see all of them and i don't respond quick enough a lot of times on those Facebook, I'm terrible. If you send me a Facebook message, I apologize. Half the time I don't see them until they've been in there two or three weeks, and sometimes I don't even see them. So low budget live, the number one at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me right there. Send me your questions, send me your topics. Next week, next week, probably do a low budget live early in the week. And then it's headed down to Cape Sandblast, Florida, with the Duncan crew towards the end of the week for a little fall break action. The kids get fall break, which I never got when I was a kid, so whatever. Fall break. We're going down to the beach for a couple days. Hang out. Going to fish with my buddy Michael Cowart down there. Do some red fishing. And Hudson's birthday is, is next week. My little man, West. West the best, Weston, his birthday was last Thursday, so going to celebrate down there with those guys. Can't wait. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Check out this kayak video I got coming. Catch a great big one in a kayak. I promise you it was as awesome as it looked. I was screaming and hollering like a dang little old kid. And just genuine emotion. Love it. Love this sport. Love everything about it. Thank you all. Send me messages. Sorry for not being on last week. Hope I answered, uh, answered you know, all the questions you had about the Bassmaster Opens and the Angler of the Year Championship. Also going to try to get a, get a couple guests on next week, too, so it's not just me rambling. But thank you all so much. I'm going to take you out with a little bit of uh, Luke Duncan. And we can talk about that for a second, too. 
as we're closing out. Music copyright is very tricky, and I like to start the show with music, so why not mine? Have a good weekend, everybody. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.